Through their investment in the Minnesota Corn Checkoff, corn growers are fueling research and initiatives that build a more sustainable future for farmers and all Minnesotans. The Minnesota Corn Podcast introduces you to the individuals who are shaping future ag practices, identifying new markets, and promoting agriculture with the non-farming public. Our guest for this episode is Doug Alban, a farmer from Clarkfield and the current chair of the Minnesota Corn Research and Promotion Council. Well, Doug, as we get to know you a little bit through this conversation, let's start with what brought you into farming. Are you a a next generation farmer or how did things unfold for you? Well, I I started farming in 1976. Uh, Actually, before that, uh, I went to college and got a degree at the insistence of my mother because she thought that was going to be the the way to go. Uh, she was not real encouraging about farming. And my dad and my grandpas, they uh, all thought it was a pretty good lifestyle, and I agreed with them. 76, bought a farm, and uh, in 1979, I married my wife, and uh, we've been partners in the farm operations since then. Over the span of the past four decades, then, what would you say has been the biggest change you've encountered in farming? Oh, just simply the fact that uh, all the advancements in technology and all the extra resources we've got available to us, uh, whether you're talking about auto guidance or monitors that control everything uh, so that you don't have to, uh, just the precision agriculture has been a big boost to be able to go out there with confidence and know that you're getting things done. And then, of course, we've got an awful lot of research uh, behind that uh, where we've got universities doing the studies to give us the assurance that we can go out and try this and be profitable at it. So with these advancements in research and technology, what are some examples of of those that you've implemented on your own operation? Well, we grid sample every uh, square inch ground, and we know exactly what fertilizer requirements are. We used to just go out and put on a blanket rate, and we probably overfed the ground that didn't need any. And we underfed the ground that really needed the tension. And unfortunately, when you overfeed something, uh, sometimes you have runoff. And uh, that was one of the major problems that we were running into is where we were ending up with excess fertilizer and uh, chemicals ending up in the uh, non-targeted areas and into the water systems. Well, Doug, let's switch gears a little bit and talk more about your role with the Minnesota Corn Research and Promotion Council, what your role entails, and also what the council does. Okay. Well, first off, I want to thank all the checkoff members. Uh, Without the checkoff dollars, we would not be able to do the research and the promotion that's needed to take and add value to every farm out there, uh, whether you're large or small, we add value every day through the research and promotion that we do. 
whether it's going to be application of fertilizer or chemicals, or maybe that trade group is coming in from overseas that we need to take and visit with and tell them what we're doing. In your position as chairman, you might have conversations with members or potential members, and they want to know more about the checkoff. They want to grasp, you know, how does it work? How much money goes in? How is that money utilized? And as you answer those questions, what are some of the the common questions and answers that you get regarding the checkoff? Well, a lot of times we get asked, what do we do with the money? And several years back, we went from a half a cent abortional checkoff to a full penny. And going to the full penny allowed us to do a lot more research and allowed us to uh, expand the things that we do with foreign markets. And the 11-member council has the opportunity to sit down and take a look. Where do we need to take and put our resources? Where are we going to get the most benefit from farmers and keep them farming and to help them advance in their operations and create markets for them? So a lot of times we will sit down as a team and we will take a look at various proposals that come into us and we will determine whether they are value on a defensive uh, attribute so that we can justify to agencies and environmental groups that we are doing the best we can still producing a safe, bountiful food supply in an environmentally friendly manner. Then we also take a look at the feedback that we get from farmers. Is this a value to their operation? If it's not a value to their operation, we don't want to do it. If it enhances their profitability or their efficiency, we are certainly going to take and spend some of their money to take and engage with a researcher or somebody that maybe is uh, selling product overseas to take and try it out, add value. Over the number of years, we've, uh, we've put a lot of money into ethanol development, uh, pump infrastructure. We've leveraged those dollars along with federal and state money the increased availability of pumps and the availability of ethanol. And we managed to go to an E15 blend, which has greatly enhanced the profitability to the ethanol plants, to the farmers that haul their corn into those ethanol plants, and also benefit to the consumer. Ultimately, we look at what adds value to our members and what benefits society as a whole. So the checkoff is being used to help support export markets, help uh, support the ethanol industry. What else is happening maybe here as we close out 2022 and move into 2023, Doug, that is exciting and it's checkoff-led? Well, we have a program out there called Innovative Grants. And what that is is we will take and ask farmers what do you what do you think that you would like to do that you don't have the money or the resources 
to be able to do that you think would be benefit to farmers, whether it's a new tillage practice or maybe subsurface irrigation, maybe it's cover crops. People have got a high curiosity about the carbon market right now, where the value in that is, how much should I be getting paid? It doesn't make any sense to spend $30 an acre to put in a cover crop and you only get a $5 return on it. So we have to sit down and figure out where are the economics on it? Where are the environmental benefits? So we support a lot of those programs. They're small dollars, five to $30,000, but they involve our farmer members. And quite frankly, Mark, there are some great ideas that come across our, our teams that they can look at that originate from farmers. Coming back to your role as chairman of the Minnesota Corn Research and Promotion Council, and perhaps you've touched on some of these already, Doug, but as far as goals that you have for the checkoff under your leadership, uh, maybe there are some that we haven't touched on yet that you'd like to highlight. Well, we've been looking at we've been looking at the idea that uh, maybe as a checkoff council, what we really need to do is take and uh, build that base where we can take and have a product that's derived from corn, whether it's a polymer or if it's going to be a paint additive or anything that we can take from corn, biomaterial, and we can take and incorporate it into a processing plant that gives us a higher end value. And in that, we not only increase the grind of corn, and the use of corn, but we also give the opportunity to our members and rural communities to become involved in that, to become investors. And the long-range goal is to get a return back on their their investment. And through the council, we can be able to do that because we can engage with the university, do the research, we can do the economic studies to find out if it's feasible, and ultimately, we've got the contacts to be able to take and reach out and engage with the end user and sell them on the idea that this is a biodegradable, environmentally friendly product. It's not an oil-based or a carbon-based product. Anything else related to the council or the checkoff that you want to make sure we discuss? Well, again, I want to express my appreciation to those checkoffs uh, dollars that come in, those members that participate. And for those that don't participate, I would like to hear why they don't. Because I can show them that they get they get X amount of dollars back for their investment. What we do together, we can't do individually. And for those that are benefiting off of the research that we do, they really do show their appreciation. We've only got like 5% to 7% of the people that ask for their money back. And I would like to see that number go lower because I believe that there's value in, the, in what we're doing. Tune in to our next episode to learn more about how Minnesota Corn Checkoff Funds are supporting research that drives innovations on the farm and expands markets for corn.